Boss Man Show. We're interviewing a lot of coaches going to the NCAA tournament. And one of them we went to talk to last week, Ryan Odom, won the American East tournament. And Coach Odom on the line was right now. Coach Odom, I got to love how you guys won that game against Vincent Vermont, man. That big shot, man. How are you feeling up there, man? Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I mean, it was just an incredible, incredible environment up there. I mean, Vermont is, an, is you know, an excellent team. Uh, they've kind of been the gold standard of our league and they had an amazing season. And, uh, you know, for us to, to be able to win that game on their court, I mean, it just means so much. Um, so, so proud of my team and happy to be their coach. You got there, right? You know, I read where Jerry Lyles made that three said he's way off the play from the bench. Now, I usually coaches like, don't wave off my plays, but he's a senior leader on the team. So were you kind of like, okay, Jerry, do your thing. Were you like, this guy doesn't go in. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get in his butt. Being film session. Yeah. <laughs> so how'd you feel? Uh, that? He did that, man. Yeah. Absolutely. No. I mean, I. What happened was, I, I, I noted we got to stop. First off, the, the credit goes to you know Jordan Grant for stopping Bell Haynes and then Max Curran for blocking the shot uh, at the end there. And then you know because we could have been down two instead of tied at that point. You know, had they scored that basket. So the defensive stop was huge for us. We've talked about stops to scores, you know, all season. That's kind of our focus. And uh, so we get the ball back, look up at the clock, and I know that, you know, the shot clock's off at that point. And so I'm saying there's no chance I'm calling timeout. We're going to play this thing through. I did have one timeout remaining, but uh, wanted to let it play out. We were going to get the last shot. And uh, so anyway, I call one play. And uh, Jerry's like, uh, 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 let's don't do that one. I got the ball. And, uh, you know, his uh, his little buddy, KJ, was on the other side saying the same thing. I was like, all right, fellas, let's roll with it. You keep it, and, but let's get everybody in position. So that that was more my thing was getting the guys in position out of his way so he could actually go one-on-one. And, you know, what an amazing, what an amazing play. I mean, it was his moment. I mean, it was so much his moment. And his moment became all of our moments, you know, which is incredible. You got that right, Coach. I watched it on TV, and I can just speak to that environment in Vermont. It's like one of those older gyms, a lot of those Catamount fans in there. Some of you guys are fans in there as well, but it just felt like a great, a great college basketball environment. And I feel like been having those on-campus games, man, give it a little bit more sizzle to it when, when you went on the road there. Absolutely. No, I mean, it's tremendous. And I like the way we do our tournament at this level. I mean, you have the best crowds, you know, you have a ton of excitement. All the students get to see it. Um, you know, it's easier for, from a travel perspective because uh, you've got a little bit of time in between and you're not allocating three or four days, you know, away. That's a lot, you know, especially when you're heading into the NCAA tournament. And, uh, you know, I just, uh, it was exciting. You know, it was an exciting time. I mean, I, I compare that beating Vermont. This is how good Vermont is. And, I, you know, I grew up in ACC, SEC country. Dad coached at both leagues. I mean, beating Vermont at Vermont would be like taking school X in the SEC or ACC and saying, you got to go win at Rupp Arena on the last game, all right, to, to go to the NCAA tournament. Or you got to go to the Smith Center or Cameron Indoor or JPJ, you know, to, to go to the NCAA tournament. And that's what our guys did, relative, relatively speaking. I mean, Vermont has been tremendous in our league. They've only lost one game prior to that game the other day in two years in our conference. So, huge, huge win. And as you prepare for Virginia, a team that you've, like I said, your dad coached both leagues, you know how Virginia is, man. 
do you, I feel like your team facing adversity and the shot that Jarius made, the way you guys competed, even though you're a 16 seed, you're not afraid of these guys because you have confidence in yourselves. You, you played three tough games, a tough one to get win on the Vermont that, hey, we did this, we can do anything. Yeah, I mean, I you know, I think the biggest thing is getting us to turn the page now because there's a lot of emotion, especially when you win a game like we did. You know, my job now is to get our guys focused on the next the next play, so to speak, and uh, and that's prepping for for UVA. I mean, what an amazing team they have! What an amazing season they were. They weren't even ranked at the beginning of the season, and now they're clearly the overall number one team in the country. Uh, what a story! I mean, what a story for Coach Bennett and his staff and his players. You know, they're what college athletics should be all about. You know, great academic school, uh, and they're they're stellar on the court. And uh, they have the stingiest defense, you know, in the entire country, which doesn't excite me because I like to score. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, we're going to do our best. And, you know, we played, you know, some early season games you know, with the hope that this might happen for us, you know, it might be a possibility. You know, we played at Arizona, we played at SMU the first two games of the season, and then, you know, we played at Maryland. So we had three, you know, high-level games, uh, you know, where our guys had saw what kind of athleticism the other that, that guys at the level have and, and uh, you know, the, the, uh, the talent, you know, that we're going to be facing. Um, you know, Virginia is the most consistent team in the country. And uh, I mean that on both sides of the ball. They're not on the ball over. Uh, they're going to get the shot that they want. And then they're going to, they're going to be as stingy as possible on defense and, and force you into a really hard shot. And uh, so that's, that's a, that's a tough, tough, uh, t- tough, tall order for us, but we're going to do our best. Exactly. And I feel like, you know, no matter what happens with you guys, Coach, you guys have set a standard at UNBC because you came in there, you you've you kind of slayed the giant almost. Now next year it's going to be on your back, the bullet's going to be on your back. But the fact is that you've established a brand here, you've established yourself as a coach there, and you the guys now know UNBC's here, here to stay with you at the helm. Yeah, well, we're proud of what we've done so far, you know, without a doubt. You know, I think there's more for us out there. You know, we've got this brand-new arena that can go up or that has gone up. You know, we just opened it this season. You know, so what a way to start that. I mean, it's just tremendous. You know, new arena, we'll make the NCAA tournament. I mean, it's pretty pretty sweet. Can't make that up. And we win it on the last second shot. How about that? <laughs> exactly. That's a moment going to be ingrained in all our memories for life. Seeing Jerry's knock down that three for you in your career. As long as that you live, that shot going to always be inside your mind. That that guy, <laughs> he didn't knock it down from downtown. Yeah, that was his moment, man. And it became ours without a doubt. I mean, I'm so proud of him. Yes, indeed. Well, Coach Odom, I know you got to run, man, but I thank you for coming on the show once more again. Look forward to seeing you guys play against Virginia. I hope you guys fight, fight your hearts out out there and leave it all on the court, man. We'll do it, man. Thanks so much. You're welcome, Coach. Travis Williams, President and CEO of Academics and Athletic Consultant. 
focused on educating and empowering tomorrow's collegiate athletic leaders. My passion is for the education and genuine concern and care for today's student-athlete. It's the centerpiece of my life's work. A college education, both in and out of the classroom, is a truly rewarding benefit. For more information on AAC, you can go to www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com. Once again, www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com. Or you can follow me on Facebook at Academics and Athletic Consulting or Twitter at Coach TWheel24 or Instagram Travis L. Williams24. Or you can call me at 404-542-607. Once again, AAC is very proud to partner with J.R. McHenry of the Bossman Radio Show, covering sports and entertainment across the country. Please tune in weekly for informative, entertaining, and expert analysis on today's sports and entertainment topics. Thank you. Kyle Keller, Coach Keller, you got the job done, man. I got to feel good down there for you, man, Texas. No, it's great. It's great here in the Piney Woods here in East Texas, boss, man. Everybody's excited. We are uh, uh, we only got one issue is we don't have enough tickets. We're playing here in Dallas a couple hours down the road, and everybody's trying to, to get to the game, and we've got a great following. So we, we that is our one problem is, is coming up with tickets for everybody to come to the game on, on Thursday night. I hear that. I hear that, man. And okay, Coach, uh, I want to talk about these tournament run you was on. Central Arkansas, you played them, played real well. Nickel State uh, was well. Obviously, Louisiana, man, they gave you a little challenge there, man. So, you have to feel good that your team overcame adversity. They was up big, lost the lead, had to play good down the stretch to get the job done at the end. So, knowing that your team fought through adversity, uh, showed some resolve, it made you feel good knowing that you got to play Texas Tech here on Thursday. Yeah, no, it was, a, it was a great tournament for us. You know, our league does some of that. And it, it, it's, I think it's pretty good, really, is that, you know, we finished one game out of first, and but a lot what really ended up being third, but it rewards the team that can make it through 10 weeks, uh, the first and second place teams, a double bye. So you only have to win two games. And we finished third. We had to win three, three times. No one in our league had ever done that before. And so we're on our third game, and we're up 14 or 15, you know, in the second half, and, and we got tight. Our kids either got tight or I guess I'd rather say we got tired. And uh, so we lose that lead. It kind of flips on us, and, and we're down six with a few minutes left. And, and I would call timeout, and I tell our kids, I said, hey, just sit back in a chair. I want to see everybody's back on the back of your chair. And about the third timeout I called, I said, all right, exhale. I said, I just told them, I said, guys, this is going to make for a great memory, you know, for, for us. So we're going to run X, X, Y, Z, whatever. And, and uh, 
you know, a kid from Atlanta, Kevon Harris, I said, man, are you going to get a layup? You're going to get fouled. He gets a layup and kind of started on run back, and he hit a three to put us ahead a couple possessions later, and, and all the pressure got back on them. So, you know, and, and it, I think in conference tournaments or NCAA tournaments, when you're ahead, trying to play catch-up is so hard and puts all the pressure on the opponent. You got that right, Coach, and I feel like uh... – I, 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 I thought that you winning the way you won in the first two games was going to save your legs, but I, I did see a little bit of the attrition you talked about, Coach, in the second half there. But the fact that your guys buckled it all down, man, shows what kind of guys you have, the grit and grand mentality your team has, which is what you need going this time of year in March when you got to play a tough team that Chris Beard has down there in Lubbock. Oh, yeah. You got you got to be resilient. You got to have you got to have a relentless attitude against them. I mean, you know, they're obviously a tough. I mean, Chris and I go back almost 25 years together, and we have a great relationship. And, and uh, you know, I know, you know, recruited a few of their guys along the way. I'm very familiar. watched a lot of their players play. Uh, Chris is going to bring great energy to the court. Their team's going to be ready. Uh, I would expect our team to be ready as well. And, you know, I think it'll be too too two teams obviously that that'll be excited to play and I think it'll be a really you know heavily physicality uh punches blown thrown at each other you know for 40 minutes on Thursday night and coach uh, last time we were on the show you talked about how you want to be the best team in Lumberjack's history and I feel like coach you that you're very close to it and how do you keep your team focused and try to go one and zero on Thursday? Not think about being the best team in Lumberjack history, but it's just one on Thursday and not get ahead of themselves. And just focus on the game plan you have for them. It's Texas Tech, and knowing that hey, we can do some special with this follow every all all the all the rules, all the guys, game plan discipline we need to, and do the little things that count that would help us in that game on Thursday night. You know, boss man, it's a great question. You know, you're staying in the now. You know, we talk about that as a team, and, and you know, and there's a lot of different cliches out there, but that's really what we talk about is staying in the now. You know, our guys, I'm sure, you know, if they, they don't know, they will know that, that, you know, Texas Tech was a team that was ranked in the top five in the country at one time until they got some injuries and, and probably would have won the Big 12 if they hadn't had those injuries and, and should have. But, they're rewarded with one of the top, you know, 10 or 12 seeds, nine or 12 seeds in the NCAA tournament. So, you know, they've had a phenomenal year. What Chris has done, you know, at, at Texas Tech is truly amazing. Amazing. I mean, I know how difficult that – I mean, I was in that league for 12 or 13 years, and I know how hard that job is and what the collection of players he's put together. And, and they, they play like his personality, just so tough, and they don't give up one inch. But I do think that – us not having any travel issues, being able to play in Dallas, and, and we'll have a great crowd behind us. And, and I would think that, that anybody that's impartial at all would, might want to root for our team. Um, just the underdog, that's usually how it goes in the NCAA tournament. And, and so I think we'll have a lot of people rooting for us as we get there, and that always helps too. Now, Coach Keller, now we've picked up some new affiliates since we last had you on the show. And I love to you share with my new affiliates outside of Atlanta. I knew affiliates. We got one affiliate down in Waco, Texas now, and one out there in El Paso. You share with them uh, the guys on your team really played big roles for you this year, helping you win the Southland Conference Tournament, and it's been playing for you well all year long. Well, you know, you're talking about Shannon Bowes from Waco, from Colleen. You know, that's where he grew up. And then 
you know, got two kids from Atlanta, Kevon Harris and Aaron Augustine, who are norm- normally start for us. And then, um, and then we've got Todd Charles, who's a senior from the Met- Dallas Metroplex area, you know. And then uh, Leon Gilmore, who's a senior from Houston. And then we've got we've got about nine or ten starters, in my opinion. Ivan Kinnett, who's a junior college player from Palm Beach, Florida. Um, and then we've got a kid actually from Finland, uh, Samuel Neiman, who. I went recruiting in Finland, Lori Markinen, who's a rookie with the Bulls, and went and watched, was recruiting him and saw this young young man play uh, at the same time. And I told the previous coach here, Brad Underwood, who's at Illinois, I said, hey, you need to recruit this kid. And thankfully for me, they did, and now I get the coaching. But And then we've got another kid from, from Beaumont area, John Como, who's uh, deep in our rotation. Um, so... Those are the guys that we've got a lot of Texas kids and, and Nate Bain, who's from the Bahamas, but those are the kids that on our team. We've got a lot of Texas kids. We've got two kids and one kid in the top 10 in the state that we've signed from Houston coming in, another kid from Houston coming in. But we'd like to think that if, if we can just get the players in our area, uh, we'll have a chance to be a pretty good team. I think we do just like Atlanta. Well, I think Atlanta's as good as any place in America for basketball. And that's where we got those two kids from Atlanta on our team too. And what helps about this is a well coach that now what you've been a head coach now on a national stage once more coach, guys will see Stephen F. Austin as an option now and they go, Hey, if we go over to Stephen F. Austin, we can make the tournament each year and knowing like you say you can recruit Atlanta, you recruit family, you recruit the Bahamas, you can recruit Texas. So you have your footprint all all around nationally as well and globally as well, which can help you get guys gonna come and play who might not get the recruit they want from a high major school and still know they can make the tournament and have exposure and get seen by professional scouts to keep their career going they so they so choose to. Yeah, I mean we, we you know, I think the relationships it's all about player development, relationships. You wanna go someplace where you have seven thousand people in the arena um watching you play. Are you the most important person on your campus, which our guys are. Um and, you know, it's basketball important. You know, our staff has coached almost 50 NBA players. So we know how to develop players. And, and uh, you know, it's just it's a neat place. I mean, it's the safest, it's a safe campus. You're not, you know, knock on wood that we had any gun incidences or anything like that. The academic support here is just like it was at my previous stops at, at Oklahoma State in Kansas at Texas A&M. I mean, we, our guys get great tutoring and, and um I think boss man to me, and I think you and know, I probably might agree with this, that one of the greatest recruiting things about SFA is it's 64% with the uh, uh, females on campus. So guys kind of like that. Oh, yeah, of course. Oh, God. That's, as a college kid, that's always really The ratio is pretty good there, I think. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> you got a chance. If you got any game at all, you got a always, chance. Coach, always, they'll give you a chance. Yeah, the- you know, two-to-one ratio is pretty good. I think you got a chance. Exactly. I'm with you there, Coach. It, it, trust me, when I was making my decision when I went to go to school there, that got help too. That definitely helped. <laughs> <laughs> I, I miss those recruiting business. I used to go on football. I miss them. They, they would show me the best girls on campus. So they'll try to hook me that way. <laughs> so I can't avoid, man. I told, I, told, I told our guys in the locker room this weekend, I said, hey, guys, you know, the girls that would never talk to you now that you made the tournament, you got a chance with them. I said, well, man, if you can win two games, I said, they'll be crawling to you if you can just win a game or two this weekend. I said, they'll be crawling to you. You'll never even have to blink if you can do something special this weekend. So, anyway. 
got there right, uh, Coach. That's how, that's how those millennials think, I guess. You got that right. You know what, Coach, is so funny about it is me, we've been 31 now that I can still relate to him to a degree, but they don't, still, they don't call me the old guy yet. So, like, it's funny why I call these college kids around here at Georgia State or Georgia Tech or wherever around here. Like, they like, well, you're old, dude. You're not really a, a square or you're tight. I said, I'm 31. I'm not, I'm not much older than you are, but I'm not you. You know what I'm saying? So I, I understand still. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Speaking of, how, what a great job Ron Hunter has done. I mean, how good a coach is he? You know, yes, I mean, shout out to him. You know what, Coach? It's funny. He's actually coming up next on the show. He's actually the next guest on the show is Ron Hunter. So that's, that's funny how you just knew that already, man. You, Coach Kelly, you are a great mm. man. You're a psychic, man. Mr. Cleo. No, he's, but, 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 I mean, he, you know, and, and why he has success, in my opinion, is because he's such a selfless servant. And, you know, he serves others and he thinks about others. And that's why his team wins. And that's why he's able to recruit good players. And those kids play so hard for him. And he's he's a servant. You know, he's got servanthood and heart, and, and that's why his team wins. And I think if if you can get your kids to play that way and think about each other, then greatness is just going to evolve from it. Yes, indeed, coach. And I feel like this, coach, and this ball that you guys want to tell you, man. I, I'm happy. I'm very happy for you and your program. I really am because uh, I know the hard work you put in. I've seen you do it from afar, man. I really appreciate how you come on the show. Y'all open to me in the show as well, and how. How you coach up your kids, how your kids play hard for you, man. It's just a, it's where you want to be, and you care about the student athlete part of it too. Not just the athlete, you're a student as well. You care about them as young men and people and growing up to be husbands and, and fathers going forward. So I just want to tell you, I commend you how you run, how you run your program and how your kids respond to you and your staff's style of coaching. Boss man, I'm free. Get some rest at some point in time, and and thanks for having us on. All right, coach, take it easy. I'll talk to you real soon, All coach. Right. Yes, sir. Thank you. Hope to catch you this time next week. Yes, sir. All right, take care. Check them out. All your photo, video, and voiceover needs, check out the fine folks at Blueberry Productions. They will take good care of you. If you don't believe me, you can see for yourself. Check out their work at blueberryproductions.tv, the Facebook page, Blueberry Productions, also a Vimeo page, a YouTube page, and it's Blueberry, B L U B E R R Y, prod on Twitter. Check them out today. Blueberry Productions, great people, great work, great service. Man, show we're gonna go local here. I'm right on Northside Drive. Coach is down the road with there from here. Coach Hunter, man, he, he wants to know something about title again. Coach, you beat uh, George Southern, your rivals, Troy and Arlington, man. It gotta feel good to go back to the big dance one more time, coach. 
Yeah, we're excited about uh, getting back. We had a great weekend of basketball. Uh, we've had a great year. Our kids have done a great job. And, uh, again, we were ready to go to the NCAA tournament and uh, uh, pull off some more magic like we did a couple years ago. Yes, indeed. Now, Coach DeMarcus Simons, Coach, uh, he had a rough game on Saturday night, but came back 27 points in a championship game. How happy are you for that young man? And how, how does Wes tell you about his resolve and his ability to, to overcome adversity, to play well as he did after such a bad game on Saturday night? Well, I'll tell you what, he, he's a really good player. And as I told you, know, he, he's had such a great year, but you're going to have those days. It's, and as I told him, it's not that how when you play bad, it's how when you bounce back, how well do you do? And so I thought he did a great job. I knew he would. Uh, I think he was embarrassed. He was mad. He was also happy that we were able to win the game without with him playing bad, so that wouldn't have been his last game of this year. And so, uh, uh, again, he came back and, and put us on his back, and we were able to get through uh, get to a championship with him. I think Saturday, Coach, to me, showed what I've said to people all, all year about your squad. You have a team. Like, you, a guy will pick up another guy. Like, DeMarcus is just one of your best players, player of the year in the league, man. But your team still fought for him and got the job done in spite of him not playing well, which I see you have a, a team this year where you don't have to depend on one guy. You got guys to step up and when you, you need them to, and that's what happened Saturday night and got you the chance for Sunday to win that game down there. That's why you know, I really, really like the team. Like, the versatility of this team – uh, again, if you take one thing away, we'll, we'll beat you with the other. Uh, you know, this team is, they got a lot of versatility. They got a lot of depth with this. Uh, better than the year when we, you know, we had Arch and Ryan, you know, those, they, they kind of let us a score and then it really dropped off after that. So, uh, but you're right. This team, they, they love playing for each other. They love playing for the institution, the city of Atlanta. They take pride in that. And so, uh, again, when you have that, then you have something special. And we said all along, we thought this was a special group. And Coach Hunter, this year, you guys weren't really, really picked to win the league like you have in the past, but you got flew on the radar. But you still stay steady, though. You was always second, third, placing in the league, kind of was waiting wait, wait the weeds there. And then, hey, you get to Austin beating Louisiana, who's been the top of the league all year long, and you get to play those guys. So it broke well for you. But I think there's a testament to staying the course, doing your job, taking the game at a time. You never know what be in front of you. And you guys took advantage of it and got the job going back to the big dance and coming to Nashville on Friday to play against uh, Cincinnati team there. Yeah, we, we, we don't worry about where we get picked. We don't worry about CDs. We don't worry about all those things. Man. We worry about when it's game time and you toss the ball up, that we're ready to play. All the rest of the stuff, we always say, is just noise. And so at the end of the day, you got to go play. And it won't be about the picks. It won't be about your seeds. you, you got to come and grind and play. And so that's the kind of team we've got. You know, again, we play with a chip on our shoulder, and we don't worry about all the other types of things. We worry about ourselves. And, and we're going to do that when we get there Friday. We play a great Cincinnati team, extremely well coached. But these guys are going to be ready to play. Exactly, Coach. And your defense, Coach, is dialed in now, Coach. I mean, it's the right time of year for it. Your defense dialed in the last, last three games. So I feel like it's the right time of year for your defense to be there for you because when the shot's not falling, you got that defense, you're keeping guys on the perimeter, your defense is going to stifle a lot of people. Yeah, no question. I mean, our defense has really been good all year, but it's playing its best right now. Uh, we're playing our best basketball. You always talk about you want to peak and mark, and that's what this group's doing. We're peaking right now. And so, you know, they, they're playing their best basketball at the right time, and and so, and, and, and when you're playing your best basketball in the right shot and you're playing with a lot of confidence, then you got something special. And that's what we're doing. We're a confident basketball team right now. Exactly, Coach. And now, as you prepare for Mick Cronin's team since they had the Bearcats, what are you going to emphasize to your guys for staying in the moment, staying focused, not getting too, too far ahead, but focusing on the Bearcats, what they do, and knowing that if you guys play the right way, play your style of ball, and worry about what you can control, you guys have a great chance to beat those guys in Nashville on Friday. 
Well, Mick does a great job. And one of the things they do is they take you out of things that you want to do. And so what we got to do is we just got to make sure that we, and again, we, we, we do what we're capable of doing. Don't try to do too much. Stay, like you said, stay in the moment in that regard. Take care of the basketball and don't allow the, the, the things around you kind of affect what you're doing right now. So if we can do that, handle the pressure that they do, then we're going to be in great shape. Now, Coach, I got listeners all over the place. I got Atlanta affiliate first, but we got affiliates in Nashville, Kentucky, Indiana, all over the place watching this game here. So, Coach, for those listeners out here who may not know about Georgia State like the way I do, talk to them about your team, certain guys they should watch out for in Nashville when you play them at 2 o'clock up there. Well, we talked about DeMarcus. DeMarcus is, is, is going to be a first-round draft pick player this year next year. Uh, tremendous player. Uh, he'll be the next uh, first-round draft pick out of Georgia State after RJ. And then, uh, uh, you know, we got some, we got great players around him. You know, we got one of the best shooters in the country and Devin Mitchell. Uh, we've got Malik Benlevy from, you know, from Georgia. What I love is we got a lot of Georgia kids. We got a kid from Ohio, another sharpshooter, Jeff Thomas. Uh, Jordan Sessions was with us on his last NCAA tournament team. So, you know, again, he's our starting center. So he, he, he played in that game against Baylor and now he'll turn, you know, he'll be ready to play at Cincinnati. So we got a better group. Isaiah Williams comes off the bench and, and it's done a really great job for us. And, and, and again, uh, was uh, all made the all tournament team, and so we got a lot of guys. We, we defend very well, and we shoot the ball very well. So when you add those two things together, you become a dangerous team. You got there, right, coach? And what's good for you guys is that Nashville's was only three and a half hours away from Atlanta, downtown Atlanta, down from campus. So a lot of students come up to Nashville, see you guys play, and fans can travel enough to give you a little bit of advantage up there. Been hey, up there in Bridgeville on the arena, knowing hey, I got my fans here to self support us when we go on the runs and things like of that nature. Yeah, I really hope that Georgia State really comes out on uh, on on Friday at two o'clock, and they were great in Jacksonville for us. And so we really hope we got that same support again uh, again uh, Friday night. If we do that, and we get the people in the city of Atlanta just to come down, man, I think it could be a great showing for us, and actually turn that into a home court advantage for us. Well, Coach Hunter, I'll be there for Friday as well. I'm looking forward to seeing you guys play. And I'll be cheering for you, loving the hometown teams. Do well, Coach. All right, appreciate it, man. Take it easy, Coach. I'll talk to you soon, man. Okay, take care now. JC, the host with the most, baby, and it goes down each and every Saturday night right here in the city of Memphis. That's right, y'all. It goes down at Clicks Sports Bar Memphis, baby. 3705 Malco Way, Memphis, Tennessee, 38125. Come out and join us, the Three Kings, each and every Saturday night for the liveest karaoke in the city. Everybody gets in free till 10 p.m., only $5 after. Great food. We got drink specials. We got all kind of games, man. We got the pool tables popping. Whatever you want, we got you, man. Come on out. Have a good time with us each and every Saturday night. That's Clicks Sports Bar, Memphis.
right, folks, we're back here in the Gerald the Boss Man Show, and we're joined by the Marshall Thunder and Herd head coach, Dan D'Antoni, here with me. Coach D'Antoni, I can talk to you off the air, man, about the excitement in Huntington, man. Tell my listeners about what's, how it's like right now in West Virginia. I know it snowed a little bit up there, but the snow is not <laughs> stopping the fun right now. Well, it didn't get on to John uh, Elmore's hands. He was hot as the devil. So, <laughs> you know, he, everybody's excited. He had 2,000 people here at the uh, seating show, and uh, – uh, people, you know, they, this is an area that's been long-time basketball. They've enjoyed basketball for a long time, southern West Virginia, eastern Kentucky. And uh, it's been a long time since we've been on the national scene, and uh, people are excited. They're fired up. And I told somebody, they go, uh, well, what's going to happen in Huntington? I said, they're probably going to throw a lot of parties, and I don't miss parties. <laughs> <laughs> I hear that, Coach. And, and Coach, you know what's so crazy about it when I looked at the stats here? This is the first time you got been in the trim since I was born. I was born in 87, okay? I turned, I turned <laughs> 31 on Sunday, okay? This is the first time so you pretty much all have been to the tournament since I've been alive. But it's, it has to be crazy. I'll be there 31. You all going? I'm 31 now. Well, you know, and they bounced around in the different conferences. Marshall's been in different conferences. We. You know, we, we went in uh, 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 when we were in the uh, Southern Conference, uh, and that was 31 years ago. And then when I played here, we, the NIT and the NCAA were like 16 and 16. We played twice in the NCAA on my team, and then Mike's team played in the NC, uh, or excuse me, my team played in the NIT twice, and then Mike's team played the NCAA once and the NIT once. And that was really the longest sustained effort on the national level for Marshall. So I'm hoping we can get that back. I know the people appreciated of it, and uh, we'll see what happens. Now, Coach, I was at the game against Middleton, Tennessee. I actually had to catch you after the game, but I was at Middleton, Tennessee. I feel like that win against Middleton, Tennessee, coming in down to Murphy, Murphy Center, beating those guys on their home floor. I know I know, kind of right, right off those guys in the tournament as well, but I think it spurred you on to go on this run. You went on in Frisco and win this tournament here. Yeah, we've been real fortunate because Kermit did a heck of a job, a heck of a job there at uh, Middle, and they they fight you. They they're a tough tough team, and for our kids to go out and we're kind of a finesse team, our kids to go out and say, okay, we can go toe to toe too, really helped us. And uh, we we I think uh, their their style of play spurred us on to be a lot more aggressive and try to get in there and, like I said, kind of grunt one out instead of shoot our way out all the time. And uh, defensively, we've gotten a lot, lot better, and uh, it's uh, trying to catch Kermit that's helped us do that. Yes, indeed. It's just trying to chase off pots off that line, man. That guy is bombs away, man. So, you know, you got to chase him always off that line. His guy's always ready to come at you in waves and bunches there. Well, the way we play, you got to guard the entire square of the – basketball court or the rectangle of the basketball court and uh, John Elmore and CJ Burks uh, two guard combinations that are they can score at any time from you and then uh, the pin of a kid is uh, 6'10 and a half they list him 6'9 but he's actually 6'10 and a half and he can get out there and do it too so we can spread you we got other kids also that shoot and we can spread you out a little bit so force you to guard us everywhere on every inch of the court and then uh, defensively, we've got a lot better. And, of course, Penova is the leading shot blocker in the country. And we got John Elmore, who uh, uh, is top five or six in steals in our conference. So, you know, we, we've become a complete ball club. Can win 100-some to 
whatever or 60 something to whatever and that's that's kind of where you want to be yeah coach i I tell a lot of the high school kids i talk to coach that you can also score a lot of points and defend at the same time. You don't have to be one or the other. You can do both. Because guess what? If you defend no, like crazy, I, I, get out of transition, yeah, open no up the court, you can score all kinds of points you want, make defense fun, turn into your offense as well. So I talk to the high school kids that I talk to, and you can do both. Don't just get one trick pony. Have a complete game. If you do both, guess what? You all have a chance to win either way you go. Well, there's no question about that. And and the thing is, I think sometimes the pundits, I, I think, get it wrong. They'll – They'll say 66 to 64 is a great defensive game and that 95 to 93 is an offensive game. But to be honest with you, defense is the same. In other words, uh, we defended two points better than you uh, in this game at 66 to 64, and we defended two uh, points better than you at 95 to 93. But pundits like to say you outscored them at 93 and you defended at 60-some. But actually all it amounts to is the pace of the game. If the pace of the game moves up and there's a lot of possessions, then, uh, you know, you're going to score more points. And defensively, uh, this thing about, well, it's the defense. No, it's not because it, the defense is played in both both avenues for us anyway. And uh, we, we try to improve and get as good as we can on both ends of the floor. And if you're going to win a bunch of games and win a championship, you have to be good on both ends. It can't be just, well, defense wins games. No, it takes both of them. And uh, I think we play a style here kids enjoy. They love to play. It's fun. Uh, it's fan-friendly. And our crowds have gone from 2,500 up to six, seven now every game. And uh, it's, it's just a fun atmosphere, and it's enjoyable to come out and watch competition. Now, Coach, I love to set up the head in Frisco for you guys. How cool was it to have two courts at the Ford Center, one for women, one for men, at the Dallas Cowboys Star Complex? How cool was that set up, man? I ain't never seen it before, a self in like Olympics or something like that with the, with the Georgia Domes kind of split in half with gymnastics on one side, basketball on the other side. So I always have two basketball courts going at the same time down there in Frisco. You know, I was a doubter at first when they, they started to uh... – put that together I, I didn't see how it was going to work you got two games going on you got bands going on but the arena itself the dallas arena uh was big enough or the field there was big enough that you could separate them get a curtain curtain between them that uh, made a really background noise what was going on in that court didn't affect the other court and then to be able to play it there and, and have everything at one site is very fan friendly they got uh restaurants and uh uh uh, hotels, everything is conveniently located there, and it turned out really well. I was shocked, you know, that at the effectiveness of how well they put together. Judy, our commissioner, is to be commended for what she did, and uh, could become, a, I think, could grow into uh, getting big crowds there because, like I said, it is fan friendly. Now, Coach, I was at Atlanta Hawks game on Sunday, my birthday, watching the game, your game, and in there, and I saw. John made a three-pointer, man, Coach. I thought I said up by 12. But then I, I saw he got tight there on your coach, and I was like, come on, Marshall, get the job done. Beat these guys. <laughs> and coach, so, but it had to feel good to answer your guys before to go. Still had to resolve defensively, Coach, as we talked about, to get those two stops late and still get the win for you guys. And the elation you guys showed after that game was one of a kind. It touched my heart, you know, being from a one, a one bid school, my league school myself. Right. And it felt so good to see you guys get the job done. I knew how long it been for you all, but how do you feel for you seeing your guys persevered? They had a lead, lost the lead, got close, but they in the end they held on for you, and it was one point better than what the Kentucky, what the Rick Sansbury team was. 
Well, what happened was, see, I, uh, when I was here, we had the plane crash, and there was a doctor who was took care of me really and uh, wanted me to coach here all his life, and uh, passed away. He was big. He started the big green club here, and uh, just a big, big supporter of basketball. And, and then my dad, who longtime coach, who passed away this year. I think Dad reached down and blocked that first one. And then Doc Hagley came back and blocked that second one. Said, "Not today, boys." Had a little heaven intervention there going on. So yes, we, we, we're happy, and uh, it, it got us to where you know I was. We were trying when I came back here four years ago, uh, trying to get there, and now uh, we think we got everybody back. We're not going to lose every, anybody if everybody comes back like they, I hope. And then we've got two big kids, two sixteen kids here, setting way ready to play next year. So. We think the future's bright. You got a good chance to stay on national level. And yeah, coach, I feel like being on the national stage, the Marshall Thunder and Herd with the Dan Tony name, which you've which you've coached in Marshall and Mike coaching the Rockets at the name and your 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 name signifies fun basketball. And I feel like guys that wanna come to Marshall and I've seen you guys on national stage. They conference USA is a good conference on CBS Sports Network. You have a you have a brand, people can see them play. They wanna come to you now because of the being on the national stage you're coming up here this this week. Well, I, I think so. It's it's a great place to play. It's a great little school, and uh, it's got uh, academically, it's good. It's fan friendly here. Uh, our practices are fun. I think when you play this way too, when kids come out to play and practices the way practices are designed and everything with the way we play, they're fun. They're not. We don't uh, we don't drag it out. You're not allowed to stand, and you don't go out on the floor and get bored. It's quick. We get out there and we move through our stuff real quick, just about the way we play. And uh, there's a lot of people here that like to watch it. We'll have uh, 50, 60, 70 people in the stands watching this practice every day. So we uh, we think you got something going. We just got to keep it going. You know how that goes. You got to knock on wood a little bit. Always a little bit of luck and everything. But uh, hopefully we can keep this ride going and keep Marshall up in front and out on the national scene. Now, Coach, you're playing Wichita State. That's the team that always brings it defensively, tries to have good offense. We've got coached by Greg Marshall. So what would be the talking points, teaching points for your guys as you head to San Diego and prepare for this game coming up here this week? Well, there's a lot of connection between us and Wichita State. Uh, a lot of people may not remember because it was way back when, but their, planes, uh, went down, their plane went down with their football team about three weeks in front of uh, our plane. And then they – Greg Marshall, with Marshall, the last name, was assistant coach here under Donovan. And uh, Donnie Jones, uh, West Virginia boy, is assistant coach here at Mar- our head coach here at Marshall. So I always tell him, I said, uh, we taught Donnie and Greg all about basketball. Now they just took it to Wichita State. But uh, we're, we're looking forward to it. They're a good, very good defensive team. I think we got uh, a chance, though, with our style to spread them out. I think we're going to make it a little tough on them. But, uh, you know, they're a great ball club. Greg's done a great job. and uh, It should be a good position. It should be a fun game to watch. I think the ball will go up a lot. We'll see what happens. Now, Coach, I'll be heading to Houston to see uh, your brother's team play against the Atlanta Hawks on the 25th of March here. So I want to ask yeah, you guys to go on here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's going to get beat, gonna, gonna get beat terribly. 
they gonna get beat terribly. <laughs> I already know that. We can mark it down as a loss. Are, the Hawks are tanking. I know I should say it out loud, but the Hawks are tanking. You know. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I, I told my I told Mike. I said, Mike, what's it like to be able to have a reserve seat on the bench, a reserve seat on the plane, and then just pick your check up uh, every two weeks? That's a great damn gig you've got going on. <laughs> just turn, right. turn the ball over to Paul. Turn it over to Harden. Do right, right. Uh, use your right hand for a Paul pick and roll, and a left hand for a Harden pick and roll. And nope, there it is. You got it going. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I want to ask you, Coach D'Antoni. Do you feel like that Mike's team is probably the best team in the league? With I feel like they've, they they didn't go to State's head. They've been playing the best all year long. They're focused. They got defenders for days now. They got waves a bunch of three point shooting. Then they, they it's fun with Chris Paul, James Harden. You got two Hall of Fame point guards in the backcourt at the same time. You know how well, do you stop well, that pick you, and roll? It's, you never so how do you feel about their chances? Yeah, you never discount a champion with Golden State. So they, they've got championship uh, ball club and, and players, and they're going to defend it. But as far as playing this year, uh, Houston's taking a big step. They, like you say, they play defensively and they play offensively. And they got, like Mike and I always said, we'd love to have five point guards playing at the same time but varying heights so that you could guard the other team but have five, uh, five guys who have a point guard mentality playing. They can score it. And, of course, we like – our point guards to score. So we're not as much a distributor type of point guard as a threat to score type of point guard that can distribute. And so once you get that where they're, they're afraid of how you can score and like Harden does, it's it's much easier to assist. And that's why he's high both categories. And our our player, John Elmore is the same way. He leads the league in scoring and he also leads the league in assists. So it just it sets up uh, how we spread the floor well, and Mike's got it going on this year. Well, Coach D'Antoni, I wish you the best of luck against uh, Wichita State there and Greg Marshall. I tell you what, I want you all to win because I, I feel good because I have a picture to you because, you know, you're a team because I see last time you went to, the, went to the tournament, I was born that year. So, to me, it's a good thing, good omens here. So, I like yeah, that. We've so, we got a lot of good omens, so let's go herd and see what happens. Yes, and even coach, I'll talk to you real soon. I look, I'll tell Mike, I'll, I'll talk to you when I see him right, down man. in Houston on 20th field. Thank you again for your time today. No problem. Take care, and y'all have a good day. All right. That's, that's 20 people on the Boxman Show. Fantasy football season is fast approaching, and if you're looking for an edge this season, you need to contact the guys at Draft Day Consultants. The concept is a simple one. Draft Day Consultants takes your requests and connects you with one of their trusted analysts, who then guide you through your draft, whether you just need a sounding board on decisions, or if you need them to conduct your entire draft. Draft Day Consultants has you covered. Every one of their consultants has a proven track record of success, and have conducted hundreds, even thousands of mock drafts. Thanks to this year-round research and analysis, the guys at DDC have an unmatched understanding of player values. So gain an edge on your league mates this season by hitting up DraftDayConsultants.com. That's www.DraftDayConsultants.com. Now get after it, fantasy footballers.
here on the JR the Boss Man show, and as promised, we're going to have on the culture, the Cal State Fulton Titans. Not just a baseball school. We told you last time on the show, it's a basketball school. My man, DJ Taylor here on the Boss Man show. Coach <laughs> Taylor, how you doing out there at basketball mecca in Fulton, California? <laughs> I'm doing a tremendous amount better now, man. I tell you, you it, it, just going through this whole experience and realizing the dream to come true has just been—it's uh, been nothing short of uh, exuberantly exciting. Yes, indeed. Now, Coach, I'm gonna read something off to you that my researcher Sarah gave to me. It's gonna be so it's weird and freaky. Watch this. Lipscomb's been on the show. Uh, LIU, Brooklyn, Radford. UNCG, all you got yourself has been on the show. Scott Nagy has been on the show. Got Ron Hunter, of course, down the street from me. All you guys come on the show, they're in the tournament. So something about the boss man show that's a tournament this year <laughs> is one and the same, right? It's a coach. You better be with Sean Barry to you. It was a great decision. I say, I'm going to go to that show in Atlanta because obviously something's going on here good, coach. <laughs> no doubt about that. Hey, sign me up for next year, too. I'll be on here twice. You got that right. <laughs> Got there, right, Coach? Well, Coach, you're going to determine for the first time in 2008 for your school. I'll tell you what, Coach, how does it make you feel as the coach, of course, leading out the program? How's the fans been out there in California? What's been the, 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 the feeling and all the vibe around you guys as you get ready for this tournament game up here coming up this week? It's been a bunch of exciting, you know, for uh, excitement for, for myself. It's just a sense of um, validation and, and accomplishment, you know, for our guys, our players, both past players and our current players, for our administration, for having the belief uh, in us and trusting us, my AD, and, um, you know, even our fans and our boosters. They've rallied around us, and we've given them, obviously, a reason to do so, and they've been great. They've been gracious. They've been supportive, uh, and it's just a heck of a time to be a part of the Cal State Fellington basketball family right now. Yes, indeed, Coach. And I, I feel like uh, I read a story in the OC Register about how you said how you built the program the old-fashioned way and built it right. And knowing you did it the right way, Coach, asked me so gratifying today knowing that, hey, all the hard work, all the sweat and tears I put in this program these last years I've been there is coming all to fruition in this moment right here today. Without question. You know, I think I think there's someone out there who said that it, it never was going to be easy, but it would be worth it. And I'm truly, truly living that experience. I mean, because there were days, I mean, even back when you and I talked, I, I was I was extremely frustrated and confused and, and not sure that we were going to accomplish our goal of, of just trying to be our best. You know, and whatever that means in terms of winning and losing, it means. But I'm after just trying to be our best every single day. And the level of frustration, the level of um you know, just, just sheer confusion. Like these guys say they want to do this, but they, their actions give me something different. And so to be able to realize this childhood dream for myself, as well as our players um, and execute it and live it out has just been um, nothing short of fantastic. Yeah, because coach, you all lost to Hawaii, but you get in the tournament, you get you go against Long Beach State, a tough win there, also a tough win against UC Davis, and it's Irvine you kind of broke it out when, the, when those guys were kind of out of gas or so there, you kind of broke it away from those guys. So, what clicked from Hawaii to tournament prep to when you got down to the Honda Center to, to, to I mean, to, down to down where you played at to now? Because I feel like some clicked over those, those days and we and playing some tough games maybe helped you and it's Irvine it was just you guys as we had it going. Yeah, I think I think there's a couple of things. Just the level of mental engagement from our group was was completely different when we got to the tournament. You know, sometimes they say you got to take two steps forward to take one backwards, and I think we did that with Hawaii. And I don't mean that disrespectfully, 
to Hawaii, I mean that from a standpoint of our team, we weren't mentally engaged during our preparation, and it showed during the game. And I've said to this group multiple times, it's not our talent. It's not our size. It's not our – we have all of the physical attributes. It's a level of mental engagement, a level of mental sharpness that has to be created amongst our group consistently for us to realize our our potential. And I think those things kind of the stars aligned and this group of guys bought in their belief uh, and they went out and executed the game plan. And, and, you know, against UC Irvine, I thought this group of guys saved their best for the best game. And they were on full display on both ends of the floor, offensively and defensively. We were clicking. It was a rhythm. And again, I just think our mental engagement was just at a different level with this group of guys. Nicole Taylor, I'm going to mention you. I brought in my birthday watching you all play because you know you can't all have East, East, East Coast. It's the 11th is already when it was playing, so I turned yeah. to 31 on Sunday. So I was watching the game. Now my lady friend was like, "Why are you? I, I, I'm supporting a buddy of mine, okay? <laughs> so I support sure. people who do good to me." So I was watching the game exactly. as my birthday came in on Sunday, and I was so happy to see you guys get the job done, coach. And I, I, I saw I you guys that. had it all working real well that night. Definitely. Yeah, no, we we uh, we took what they gave us. You know, I felt like we had a little bit of an advantage in particular at the guard position. Our, our guards are pretty big. They've got great size and length and unbelievable pace. And they had they, they all of those things were, were on display that night. I mean, there were things that they were doing that just I mean, they were in rhythm and it was easy to see the work that they had put in was was on display. And it was just really exciting for them to be able to realize that and that type of opportunity and and of course uh bring in your birthday man the right way smashing Irvine yes indeed now coach now the people who missed our last interview and we have new affiliates now since we last talked came on March the 1st who were the key players on your team this year to help you get to the point to this tournament and also getting you playing in the tournament that you just played in the Big West tournament who are the guys you want to point out to my listeners here the new ones and the ones who made this last time uh, and who should I watch out for in the tournament as well so when they see you guys play uh, you know I think right we're led by Kyle Allman uh, junior kid out of Brooklyn New York he's uh, he's only a junior in school and, and uh, he's a leading scorer in our conference he was all first conference all team first conference all first conference uh, all-team first conference, excuse me, in our conference, and then he was the MVP of the tournament. Um, he's probably about 6'4", long, athletic, um, and, and can really, really get to the get to the paint. Um, another kid who's returning freshman of the year, Khalid uh, or Khalil Lamont, probably about 6'4", probably 215, and can, can score from all three levels. And then our junkyard dog, Jackson Rowe, uh, he just does a little bit of everything. He, he plays on the perimeter for us, and he can post, and, and uh, he's a walking mismatch for our level. Um, and, again, he's a guy who's just short of a double-double, but also another returning freshman of the year uh, in our conference. So we're led by those three guys, and, and kind of as their engines go, our car goes. You got that right, Coach. And, and I'm so happy for you, Coach, and the national exposure, because like I said, as we always kind of joked about a little bit here on the show, but – you guys know for baseball out there. And as far as I can see you guys for the basketball is part of it. And hearing sure. people see you all on TBS, ESPN, CBS, people can know about your, you and your, as a coach and your backstory and your team's backstory. And also, it'll make more guys want to come play for you now, which, which can only be better for you. Have guys in Atlanta and down here in the South see you guys and want to come out there now and play for you in your program, knowing that you can't get determined if you go to Fulton and not just play baseball there. Definitely. No, it's a, it's a unique opportunity, you know, based on our location and 
where we are geographically, man, it's a heck of an opportunity for a lot of people from all over the world, quite frankly, to come and take advantage of our weather. Um, we're, we're, we're located in, in one of the, one of the fastest, if not the biggest area in Southern California, as far as, um, connections and, and networking and, and business opportunities. And then on the floor, um, you know, we, we, we pride ourselves on high character guys that are willing to come in and work their behind off to give themselves the best chance to be their best, uh, day in and day out. And, and the opportunity to do that is here. We allow our guys to play with a lot of freedom, but we ask them to work their butt off day in and day out. And I think we're just starting to see that vision really, really take shape and, and be on full display for the world to see. And I can't wait for them to see it. And the coach, last one I got for you is, Coach, you're playing Purdue, the Bullet Bullet Makers. I saw them earlier this year when they played Tennessee State, my alma mater, and they played like yeah. they were playing hard. So as you prepare for this matchup with your team, how you get them focused on the Bullet Makers and get away from the, the, the great relation you have right now, focus on the Bullet Makers, and what you be trying to teach them on film and in practice about how this team of Matt Painters plays? You know, what? We'll, ha- we'll have our work cut out for us. There will be nothing about this game easy in terms of, you know, just the physical play, how hard they play, um, and how aggressive they are. But they also are very, very well coached. They're skilled from all four or five positions on the floor. They've got size like, we, like you wouldn't believe. So we're going to have our work cut out for us. But at the end of the day, just like us, they put their, their pants on one leg at a time. And we've got to do our own deal and worry about what we can control and focus on that. And there's certain things that we've done up to this point that have allowed us to win 20 games. And we're going to continue to focus on those things and play hard, play together and compete and try and execute our game plan as best as we can. And, and all I've asked of this group of guys is to just do that. Don't, don't try to be great. Just attach your mind to something simple and continue to seek that out possession after possession. And if we can do those things, you know, who knows what will happen. Well, Coach Taylor, you know you got my support and my staff support here, man. We definitely <laughs> be cheering for you, man. And we hope you get to put it upset, man. We need these get these brackets busted. And hopefully, I hope that hope <laughs> got to be you, Coach, to bust these folks' brackets definitely. up. I hope it's you, man. I appreciate it. And thanks so much for reaching out and, and giving us this opportunity and and uh, exposing our program to your listeners and and. and you know, just, just this opportunity, man, to connect with you. It means something significant to myself, but most importantly, it just gives us an opportunity to highlight some of the things that we stand for and we believe in. And most importantly, we believe in supporting each other, and that's something that's near and dear to my heart. So I appreciate you, man. Hey, Coach Taylor, anytime you want to come up with this program on this radio show, you know you're always welcome. I'm only a text to a call away, buddy. Definitely. Appreciate it. All right. DJ Taylor, Boston Show people, check them out. Chip for them on this weekend's tournament games. And if you don't know, now you know, you know.